The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. I must begin by denouncing Angriz Singh. This is an Indian man who has been caught trying to take an exam at a Punjab university on behalf of his girlfriend. Okay, that's bad. He did it by cross-dressing. He wore lipstick, makeup, and female clothes. But he couldn't fool the officials at Baba Farid University of Health Sciences. And they caught this young Indian man using a disguise and fake documents in order to take the exam of multi-purpose health workers on behalf of his girlfriend. This is terrible. I don't want health workers that can't pass their own exam I certainly don't want uh, health workers that are so dumb that they think it's a good idea to have their boyfriend dress in drag to go and take the exam on their behalf. Mr. Singh, I do denounce you. I must also denounce U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres who will not make his usual appearance at a prominent New York City synagogue's International Holocaust Remembrance Day event next week. This is insane. Um, This is going to be the first time ever that a U.N. chief has sat out a Holocaust event. I mean, this is just crazy. Given what's going on in the world now, and I know where the U.N. is on the Israel-Gaza situation, But what are you hearing from the Palestinians? You're hearing this is a genocide. This is a genocide. If that's the case, and if that's what you believe, Mr. Gutierrez, then shouldn't it be all the more important and all the more relevant to commemorate events that remember one of history's greatest genocides or attempted genocides? So whether you side with the Palestinians or the Israelis or you have a more nuanced view. I don't know how you as the head of the UN sit out International Holocaust Remembrance Day for the first time. It's not as if he's attending for the first time. He always goes, as did his predecessor. Shame on you, Antonio Guterres. I do denounce you. I must also denounce this unnamed farting passenger who forced an American Airlines flight to turn around. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to this disgruntled passenger's rather smelly passing of gas. The big stink over this flatulent flyer unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix to Austin was still on the ground. Before most people had boarded, they observed this man audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover, and as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like effing hell or something. That's what one witness observed. After the majority of passengers had boarded, the man repeatedly explained, You thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And proceeded to pass gas. Unnamed, flatulent passenger, I do denounce you. I must denounce the newspaper thief in Colorado. More than 200 copies of a newspaper in Colorado last week were stolen. 
And it looked like this could have been a police cover-up because the front page of this weekly newspaper, the Oray County Plain Dealer, featured a story alleging a relative of the police chief was one of three individuals arrested in connection with a sexual assault last May. So on Thursday morning, more than 200 copies of the paper were missing from vending racks around the town. Somebody went around town and stole all the newspapers because they didn't want anybody knowing what was happening. Um, Now, thankfully, the newspapers were returned in a garbage bag Thursday evening. Once this became a, a rather large story, that's when they got wise and said, all right, we can't deprive people of their local news. But whoever did that, <clears throat> I do denounce you. I must denounce Brian Pere of Quebec, who has pled guilty to starting a whole bunch of wildfires in Canada. This uh, 38-year-old man pled guilty to lighting 14 fires in Quebec between May and September of last year. Canada had its worst wildfire season on record last year with, are you ready for this? 45 million acres burned. Burned. And on many days, smoke from those fires spread across North America and around the world, degrading air quality and disrupting the daily lives of millions of people. I remember I was walking on the streets of Manhattan on one of these days, and it was almost like you were walking around on Mars. The sky in the middle of the day turned orange. There was this horrible haze all over the place. And it was very likely due to this guy, Brian Perret, lighting all these wildfires. Two of the firefighters that this, excuse me, two of the fires that this lunatic set forced people to evacuate about 500 homes. This is terrible. One of those, the Lake Caven fire, burned more than 2,000 acres of forest and was the largest of the fires that he admitted lighting. It's terrible. terrible. Absolutely terrible. Brian Perret, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Sahara Dula, a New York City driver who was captured on video intentionally running over a police officer and in the process of doing so saying, F these cops. It's a lesson to him. Although she didn't say F, she said the F word. So this woman drove into a police officer at a crime scene and admitted that it was intentional saying, F these cops. It's a lesson to him. This 24-year-old woman was driving her black Lexus the wrong way on the Upper East Side while high on marijuana when she plowed into the police officer. I told the cop I wanted to go straight, and he wouldn't move. So I hit him. I did it on purpose. That's what she told investigators. F these cops. He wouldn't move. Whoever Miss Dula's parents are, I am sure they are proud of her. Ms. Dula, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the city of Portland, Oregon. Let me take you back in time to the year 2021. Someone says to the city, hey, city, we think this tree is a danger and would like to cut it down, please. The city says, no, it's fine. Let's go back to the present day, 2024. 
a tree falls on a house. Yes, the very same tree the city was warned about. The city now says, please file a retroactive removal permit or be fined. Also, plant a new tree to replace that one. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. January 13th, the second day of a winter storm that paralyzed the region, a 150-foot Douglas fir crashed on Sarah and Joel Bond's southwest Portland home. Peter Larkin, a neighbor, tells a local newspaper, we just watched it come down and got out of the way. He was standing in the Bond's living room with Joel, the guy whose house it is, when the tree crashed into the roof above the upstairs bathroom. In those kinds of moments, the first thing is trying not to get squished. The Douglas first smashed through the roof like a dull knife trying to cut through a tomato. It barely missed the Bond's six-year-old daughter, who was upstairs at the time. It sent one family cat, Binks, into hiding for the next eight days. Family thought he was dead until he surfaced out of the basement on January 21st. And this was all preventable. They had been asking the city of Portland for permission to chop down the tree that hit their house since 2021, and the city didn't agree. February of 2022, the city's Urban Forestry Division denied the bonds a removal permit for the two Douglas firs. And now the bonds are without a home, and the city is requiring them to ask for a retroactive removal permit for the tree that fell. This is insane. This is insane. I, I don't know if that show Portlandia is still on. I don't think it is, but if it was, this ought to be an episode of of Portlandia. This is textbook city bureaucracy and insanity at its finest. A city of Portland, I do denounce you.